I would like to argue that coaching or training or mentoring are all the same because all of them are trying to meet the same outcome. It's only the methodology that differentiates them. And hence, a coach can be a trainer, a mentor, an educator, and same as for anybody else. You are now tuned in to the Macy Muse Unplugged, a pop-up podcast variety show helping consultants along their journey to greatness with your host, management consultant, author, and blogger, Christy Lindor. Hey, my go-getters. Welcome to the Meesey Muse Unplugged podcast show. I'm your host, Christy Lindor, and today we're going to be doing a Quick Wins interview. If this is your first time tuning in, Quick Wins are when I have the opportunity to connect with individuals discussing products, ideas, and services to help round out your consulting toolkit. Today, we've actually got a special guest, a couple guests, the serial entrepreneurs, super rock stars, they're both authors, best-selling authors, and they're a power couple. I think this is actually our first couple on the Nisi News, but we're thrilled to have Ajit Nawalka and Nita Bushan join us on today's show. And a little bit about Ajit and Nita. Ajit is actually the founder of Evercoach, which is his coaching organization. Nita is the founder of the Global Grit Institute. And they both decided to get together and co-author a book called The Book of Coaching. And in today's episode, Go-Getters, we have a chance to really talk about coaching. That seems to be a big buzzword these days, especially if you go online and look at a lot of solopreneurs out there. There's a lot of coaching going on out there in the world. And I've had questions of people asking me, well, what's the difference between a coach and a mentor or a coach and a trainer? And so Ajit and Nita, they come on today's show, Go-Getters, share a little bit about their insights, how they got started. They both transitioned into the entrepreneurial space and they shared their differences of definition of a coach, mentor, and trainer, and how you can leverage all of these different resources for any personal, professional, or organizational transformation. They also share go-getters how you as a consultant, you can leverage coaching as a skill set that you can bring to your client site. So I think it's a really important, informative conversation. I look forward to having both Iji and Nita come back to the show and just talk about being a couple and working together. I think that's a pretty unique instance and I'd love to hear their perspective. So with that, let's get started. Go-getters, I'd like for you to welcome Nita and AJ to the show. So Nita and AJ, thank you so much for joining us on the MeCBs Unplugged. How are you both doing today? We are awesome. So good to be here. here. What part of the world are you currently sitting in right now? We are in Los Angeles. That sounds amazing. It's not too bad. I'm actually sitting in Atlanta, Georgia. And yeah, it's about 60 degrees. It's not too bad. Not too bad. But I will trade both of you in a second. Well, thank you for joining us on today's show. So before we get started with our interview, maybe each of you can take a moment and just introduce yourselves to the go-getters of the Missy News Unplugged. Yeah, so I I wear many hats as many consultants and entrepreneurs do, but I'm a founder of the Global Grid Institute, authored two best-selling books, including the one we're going to talk about today, created the School of Grit TV, which is starting very, very soon, and I run a business accelerator. So, And I speak all around the world, helping entrepreneurs kind of create their greatest masterpiece in a book. 
Awesome. My name is Ajit. Like you say, legit, you can say Ajit. But I'm nicknamed AJ for this conversation. I'm co-founder of Evercoach, co-founder of Mind Valley, uh, co-author of the Book of Coaching, and just a global traveler and lover of life. Yeah. You both sound not only busy, but you're living fabulous lives, which is great. <laughs> yeah. How did you get started? It seems like you're both doing kind of a couple things similar, but some things very different. How did you decide to kind of start this journey? Our journey started very different places. My journey started in India. That's where I'm from, in Jaipur, India. And Anita's journey started in Chicago. My, yeah, uh, my journey started in Chicago. Uh, but our journey together started a few years ago, about four or five years ago, at an event called AFES that my company puts together. And Nita was attending that event, and we kind of met there for the first time. And at that time, I was with somebody else, and Nita was in her transition period as well as a former dentist. And But we stayed connected for some reason, and that connection rekindled about two years ago. And that first started as an affair, a love affair. And then we started kind of playing together as just partners, as like, I mean, life partners when I say that. Well, um, I'll back it up a little bit. You too. want to back it up a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was working on my first book because I exited the healthcare profession. I was a cosmetic dentist for close to a decade. And yeah, I was already in, in a lot of ways coaching and mentoring inadvertently many female professionals because a lot of times we don't learn the business aspects of dentistry in school. Medical school, dental school, it's pretty much the same thing. And so for my early beginnings, I learned a lot around entrepreneurship. And so I, I knew how to build businesses and that's that small businesses. And so I was able to start transitioning early. And yeah, that led me to retire my practice, sell my practice, retire from the profession itself, start a consulting business. So I was a consultant to dentists, doctors, chiropractors. And then I was on a spiritual journey and awakening, which landed me into Malaysia, which is where Ajit was at the time. And it ended up being what we were kind of, you were coaching me on scaling the business globally. And I was kind of coaching you on leadership stuff, which then led into a little bit of a love affair. And in the medical world, that would be malpractice. But <laughs> <laughs> So that's kind of how we started to, because that's how we met. And so us together started there. And then the journey continued. Like Nita already mentioned, she was already working with leaders and educators and so forth and scaling their businesses and helping them work on their emotional side and just their resilience, if I may. And I was focused on building Evercoach as a brand at that time. And we decided that we want to do life differently, do love differently. And so we set our sails and started traveling around the world. And I think while we were in the middle of traveling across 25 different countries, we decided that there was an opportunity that lies for both of us to, to partner up and create things together too, not just have our own verticals, but a lot of our a lot of the work that we do synergize together. So most of the work now we do kind of synergizes and we do together and some of the works and some of the companies that we do still pursue, which are slightly different, like School of Grid or Evercoach, we pursue independently but still together as one team. Yeah, there's still an integration. Right. That's just so beautiful. Honestly, I think I'm gonna have to have my husband listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> More so, Christy, it was the idea that we were both building our entrepreneurial dreams, but the idea was, and we'd both been married before, and if we were going to do something differently, what would that be? 
having known better and all these things because he was traveling a bunch and I was traveling a bunch and how can we actually merge together and kind of get into our ninja genius zone and merge that. And so, yeah, that's kind of what birthed the book of coaching among other things and leadership and being able to scale businesses that were like, okay, let's marry these two parts and let's see what is the result. And so, yeah, and that's some of our current projects right now. So it's been actually really amazing. It sounds like it. I definitely want to talk about the book of coaching, but before we go there, I would love for both of you maybe to just take a brief moment. If you can maybe talk a little bit about Evercoach and Mitha, if you can talk a little bit about kind of your Global Grit Institute, that would be great. Absolutely. So a few years ago, when I first started my journey as an entrepreneur, I started actually as an intern in a company called Mind Valley, which is in, in the education space, but more on the personal excellence side of things. And while I was working with the company, I realized that I myself had a lot of passion around building businesses. And while working with the company, I started starting companies like many companies on the side while partnering with Mind Valley. Eventually realizing that one of the things that have made the greatest impact in my life was coaches and teachers that showed up when I really needed them especially when it came to when I was just starting out as a little kid from India who didn't really know much or didn't have any sort of abundance or intellect, if I may, or a lot of degrees to really support uh, what type of success you would think one would want. So I realized that coaches and educators and teachers, they showed up and really, really helped me transform my life. Like I get to live a life that I'm eternally grateful for because of these individuals showing up at different times, sometimes even when I couldn't afford them. So that kind of gave me a drive to say, if I could ever help this category of people, I would love to help them. And so it would happen that I started meeting a lot of coaches, educators, teachers, speakers who were really good at what they did, but they just didn't know how to make it all work. They didn't know how to make the finances work. They didn't know how to really make impact on their clients. Like they knew some bits, but they were not really nailing it. They didn't know how to deal with themselves while creating all of that, right? They're living a very different life. And there was so much noise in the market that it was really hard for them to figure out what is the right way to do it. Now, I had done this for a while at that point. I was CEO of Mind Valley and I built many companies at that point. So I said, why not my next venture focus towards helping coaches, educators, teachers build their businesses and help them really navigate this whole ecosystem. And that birthed Evercoach. So that's how Evercoach started. And that's what Evercoach is now. Evercoach is a platform for coaches, speakers, educators, transformation leaders to come together and learn from the best, get the strategies, the tactics to not only work on yourself as a human being, but work on your methodology and work on your business and really be able to take your business to the next level. Maybe you can talk a little bit about Global Grit. Yeah, well, it's basically pretty straightforward. So I help entrepreneurs who are transitioning from either an exit from their own company or they have retired from one profession, which means I I do get a lot of physicians, doctors, dentists who have exited or who have retired in some way, as well as people that are just looking for their next chapter in their life. And so I help them build ecosystems around their business to have more freedom, to have to articulate a message and to really, you know, create a business business around themselves, as well as their expertise, as well as creating their greatest masterpiece in the world, which is a lot of times in the form of a book. I think what's really great about both of the companies that you're running is it just seems like such meaningful work. 
and your ability to help change a lot of lives is definitely evident. So I give you both kudos for not only going out and changing and doing something different, but also doing something that's truly meaningful. We have a lot of fun. And go-getters, what we'll do, we'll make sure we put the links on our show notes for both Evercoach and Global Grit. Now available on Amazon, management consultant and author Christy Lindor shares career secrets based on 15 years of experience working at top firms in a new book called The Meesey Muse. A hundred plus selected practices, unwritten rules and habits of great consultants. The Meesey Muse provides insights, stories and strategies on the unwritten rules of the consulting profession. Christy conducted research and connected with 50-plus industry titans across 27 professional service organizations on what makes a great consultant. For book reviews, tour dates, and more info, go to www.mecnews.us. I'd like to pivot a little. I want to talk specifically about coaching. And would love to get your perspectives from both of you on your thoughts on coaching with kind of some best practices and for go-getters out there that are maybe trying to decipher and demystify the difference between coaching versus mentoring and training, if you could maybe provide a little context there. So coaching and mentoring and training traditionally is understood as different things. So traditionally, you would go mentoring is a time when you are basically working with a person and you're mostly mentoring them. And by that, I mean, like you're sharing your experiences of life with them. And and that's how they're getting insight. Training is you're in a group setting and you're training on particular skills or strategies. And that is called training. Coaching traditionally is meant to be where you are sitting down with a person and asking them questions that are helping them explore within themselves to find the right answer that is for them at that time. Coaching comes from a place of saying that we as coaches don't have any answers, but the person who's getting coached has all the answers, right? And that's the traditional difference between all these terms. What I argue with also the coaching industry and the training industry and mentoring industry is that when a coach only plays the role of asking questions or when a coach or a mentor only shares their own personal stories, or when a trainer sticks too much only in delivering the content without understanding the intention and perspective of the person that's listening, none of them do a fair job of helping the person truly transform. So our argument is that a coach is also a trainer, is also a mentor, is also an educator, is also a consultant in many times. And same is for anybody else. These are just titles. What we really are looking for is transformation leaders. You are really trying to be somebody who transforms lives and helps businesses and helps people living an excellent life and be at better health and so forth. And whatever method you use is we should ideally be detached to the method. We should be attached to the outcome that we create. Traditionally, coaching, training, mentoring, all of that are just methods. They're not outcome-based. They're the way you get to the outcome. I would like to argue that coaching or training or mentoring are all the same because all of them are trying to meet the same outcome. It's only the methodology that differentiates them. And hence, a coach can be a trainer, a mentor, an educator, and same as for anybody else. Yeah. I think I wanted to add to that, that because I work with so many leaders, the idea is that coaching is really a skill set. 
And, you know, in addition to what Ajit was saying, you know, in that for consultants, part of their hats are, yes, they're solving a problem. They're helping a business grow. They have a a certain time period where certain benchmarks need to have done for whatever, you know, the, the actual goal or the intention or the agenda is for that company individual. But if we were to say that coaching is actually a skill set, then the idea that you're listening to some of the things that your client a lot of times isn't saying verbatim. So it's almost like you're reading in between the lines, which then it also helps, you know, further strengthen, you know, the relationship, deepen it, kind of go into other avenues if you feel comfortable. But like I was saying, you know, I think a lot of, at the end of the day, it's all semantics. I love what you just said about coaching being a skill set. I think you're right. I think sometimes people do get caught up on the titles and not digging a little deeper to see that coaching is definitely can be a way of being, particularly as a consultant. You said that really nicely. Any aha moments, any good stories that either of you have in terms of your coaching journey, particularly with the book? Would love to hear a story or two. Yeah. Well, when we were deciding what that what was going to be for Ajit and I and you know what was actually the gap what was missing and so this was kind of we do a lot of these strategy sessions as a couple and for those of you who have significant others or partners that you work with like for us we tend to do these strategy sessions at least once a month and then a quarterly session given the time frame of the year but for this particular strategy session we were away at Burma in Myanmar and so we were on a 5 hour drive from the airport to our hotel and in Burma, you know, it's kind of like Thailand, but like 20 years earlier, a lot of the roads are not really paved and we're like, okay, what can we do? So we took out our journal and we started drawing. We started drawing the whole ecosystem for Evercoach and we started drawing the whole kind of ecosystem for basically global grit or what we can do and, and some of our passions, which were writing, speaking, serving love, which is our motto. And so when it came down to, well, what's missing, we both realized that there was something missing for the coaching community because it's what we were already doing in our respective fields. I was doing a lot with leaders and, and entrepreneurs and he was basically building a school for coaches. And so what was kind of missing was the underbelly. And that was the aha moment, which was, oh my gosh, well, why don't we just co-write this book together? Because I talk a lot about emotional grit. And that was the premise of my first book. And so, and it took me to 45 different countries around the world. And so we thought that this would be a really great marriage because a lot of coaches, especially when they're starting out or consultants, strategists, creatives, there's a lot of internal dialogue and there's a lot of self critique talk and imposter syndrome that goes on. And I was kind of just taking all of the learnings that I did when I was in the startup community in Silicon Valley in in San Francisco, as well as in New Delhi in India. And I said, well, we can totally incorporate this for coaches. And so that's when we decided that the book was actually going to be on three verticals because in order to start any business, whether it's your startup in the Valley or your own small business, you've got to get past your mindset. And the mindset is really that grit, the tenacity, the resilience of, okay, the good, the bad, the ugly, and whatever comes with entrepreneurship. And then we talk about the messaging. 
how do you want to create your business? What kind of revenue streams does it actually involve? And what's your why around it? And then the last bit was all on influence. So marketing, being able to positively influence the people around you, your avatar, and you know, like getting exposure. So those are the three elements. And we actually knocked the book out. I happened to be doing a book writing retreat in Thailand, literally three weeks after that idea. And so from start of the idea to finishing the book, that whole process was one month that we got the book done. I definitely can't wait to pick up a copy of the book of coaching. For go-getters out there that may be looking for a coach, what are some elements or traits or questions even that you think they should be asking individuals that are coaches? When you're looking for a coach, I think that the primary, because I have a lot of people that they ask right away, and a lot of times they're in pain. There's some sort of pain, either it's a relationship that in turn affects a business, or there's some sort of like emotional trigger that happens where then all of a sudden they get into panic mode. And so my question is, because once the problem is solved in their minds, then it all of a sudden, they stop the pursuit. So I feel like a lot of times the questions for people who have been thinking about it, and a lot of times it's it's a lot of business coaching, you know, the question is, is, well, where do you see yourself a year from now? That's number one. And number two, what is it that you need in order to get there? Because a lot of times we think we can solve these things on our own, but then we keep toying and toying with this idea of, oh, can you get a coach? And and the prime example that I use all the time is a fitness coach, right? Because the idea is like, oh yeah, I'm going to lose 10% body fat or whatever the craze is, 10 10 pounds. Let's just keep it simple. But you know, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. I'm going to lose 10 pounds of it. You know, if you have your trainer, you know, that's what you're paying them for. They are going to make sure you're lean. They're going to make sure you're in the gym three times a week and they're going to make sure they keep you accountable and they're going to make sure that you have benchmarks. And so, you know, I relate that back to, well, being aware of what your shortcomings are, three, and then four, being okay to surrender to find somebody that kind of jives with your personality. Because I think more so than any reviews or, and I think this day and age with Yelp reviews and things like that, which doesn't really exist for coaching and consulting, it's all about the relationship at the end of the day. And so I think that's the biggest thing. Like, Who are you going to really connect with? Because you're going to be working with them intimately. Right. I feel like there's just so many different questions and things I have. I would love to have you both come back on the show. Even talking through like, you know, how to work as a couple effectively. I think that that will be a fascinating conversation in itself. Absolutely. That would be fantastic. So before we wrap up, I think at the beginning of the interview, Nita, you mentioned Accelerate. Would love to just hear a little bit about Accelerate and, and maybe what some other projects or anything else that you're working on we should be aware of. Yeah, so Accelerate is actually our six-month business accelerator for coaches. And coaches, strategists, consultants, any sort of author, speaker, leader, we kind of basically clump them into one, anybody that's literally building a business. And so we are actually having another session that's opening up at the end of February. And so this one is like a super sprint accelerator. It's a three-month program. And we still kind of dive into the same topic. So mindset, message, and influence. And if you guys are interested, yeah, totally check out basically neatthebushin.com and we'll be able to get you sorted. 
Well, thank you so, so much to both of you for joining the show. I just realized I think you're my first couple guests on the show. So you just made a superlative. Yay. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you, my go-getters, for tuning in today. This is Christy Lindor signing out for the Misi Muse Unplug Pop-Up Podcast. Here's to your journey to greatness. Tune in every Friday for new episodes syndicated on iTunes, Google Play Music, and many more. Visit www.misimuse.com for more information.